I'll take a vodka for later, but for now, just the cranberry juice with seltzer water, some lime, oh, and, and water, but with no ice. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, we'll be seeing you back in the lab in about four minutes. <laughs> hey, SPC listeners, this episode is a throwback to a simpler time. Okay, well, maybe not that much simpler, but it is a throwback. I pulled some never-before-published audio from Oshkosh 2011, where a few of us were hanging around talking about some memorable experiences we had from that year up to that point in the show. You may hear some people you know, but you'll definitely hear about people you know. I hope you enjoy episode 66, Legacy. Chandler Tower, Cherokee 4121 Tango. It's a Chandler Air Service. We have Zulu, and uh, we'd like a south departure, please. All right, so this one's pretty cool. I came across some audio from the SPC archives that I had never published, and it occurred to me that it might not only be fun to hear some of these people and experiences, but three of the people who made it into our memorable experiences that year are no longer with us. It's a shout out to a bit of the legacy left behind by a previous generation of aviators, but we'll get to that in a minute. So a group of people, some podcasters and some listeners, and generally just a fun group of people, were having some dinner, and I decided to ask everybody while recording about their memorable experiences thus far at that year's air venture. Maybe it's just me, but this short audio recording took me right back there, right back to Whitman with old friends. Maybe it'll do a bit of that for you, as the themes are always the same, it seems. So who are they? In the cold open, you heard, as well as a bit more from her later, from Gabrielle Palmas, an old friend and fellow pilot and sometimes podcaster who was a flight attendant at the time. But she was also a pilot, and she would eventually work her way into the cockpit of a jet. Gabrielle was living in Phoenix at the time, and we had even flown together. But unfortunately, I've lost track of Gabrielle. And she's no longer occupying her old haunts on Twitter and elsewhere, as far as I can tell. She was also, I believe, the Phoenix chapter president or something like that of women in aviation. So, Gabster, if you hear this, reach out to me. We should reconnect. Incidentally, the year after this, if I'm getting my timing right, Gabrielle was involved in a mid-air collision while she was training for her instrument rating south of Phoenix. She wasn't injured seriously, thank goodness. But I think AOPA did a, a There I Was podcast episode on, on this incident years later with her. But also, she likely did a bu- did it a bunch of other places too. And I remember talking to her about it. I just don't remember if it was recorded. But in any case, I'll see if I can find a link for at least for the There I Was podcast. So you guys can listen about Gabrielle's incident if you want to. Again, let me know if anyone is still in touch with Gabrielle. The next person was Marty Aaron. I've also lost touch with him, and his Twitter handle is no longer being used, but you'll get to hear from him. John Conway followed him. He's one of the hosts of the In the Pattern podcast, and I actually got to catch up with John a a bit at OSH 22 a couple of months ago. Next up will be my friend Rich Thurman, who was attending OSH for the first time ever. He wasn't a pilot, 
but he was my de facto co-pilot on our long journey to Oshkosh from Chandler, Arizona. He flew with me, he camped with me, and was my podcast crew that whole week, and then he flew home, all the way home with me as well. It was an epic year for me for several reasons, and Rich was one of them. He couldn't stop talking about the bombs. Well, you'll hear it. Kyle was next. I'm not sure he ever got me that Twitter handle, but nonetheless, he was one of the people who had an experience at Osh 11 where he brushed elbows with a legend. Adam Fast was next on the audio. He was taking a lot of awesome photos, so you'll hear about that as well. Then we hear from Stuart Stevenson. Pilot Stu is one of the hosts of the awesome, even if paused, Pilot Journey podcast. And I actually did an episode with Stu a few months back. He's running a great flight school in the Dallas area called Thrust Flight Academy that I got to visit a while back as well. You can check out episode 54, Zero Time to Airline, for my informative discussion with Stu. He also had a brush with aviation fame and a legend of flight as well, and so you'll hear about that. And finally, the group didn't let me in before sharing one of my key experiences. And for me, it was when Rich and I ran into the last of the three aviation legends that this group had encountered just halfway through OSH 11. So listen on to see who they all were. This episode is all about leaving a legacy. I hope you enjoy this short little audio walk down memory lane. Uh, least favorite soft drink. Um... It is not really a soft drink, it's cran apple mixed with seltzer and a squeeze of lime. And we get that from JFK to Phoenix all the time. It never fails. It's always, I'll have a glass or a cup of coffee with two creams and five sugars. And then on the side, I'll take a, <laughs> I'll take a vodka for later. But for now, just the cranberry juice with seltzer water, some lime, oh, and, and water, but with no ice. So I'm like, okay, we'll be seeing you back in the lab in about four minutes. As <laughs> soon as you finish with those. But it's a fun job. You can't complain. Heather Bull was saying she hated Diet Coke because it fizzes the most. It takes the longest to pour. It does. It does. And we finally went to Coke and asked them why, and it's because of our plastic cups. The plastic cups make it's it worse. They won't want you have glass, though. Right. They, they have glass in first class now, though. They do. They just got glass back in first class at my airline. So... I'll have to write Heather about that on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who are you? Marty. Marty Aaron. Pilot to be on Twitter. So uh, what's been the most interesting or coolest thing that you've seen so far at Oshkosh? I got a breezy ride yesterday morning. Oh, I've been wanting to do that. How was it? It was, it was fun. It was, I got a video of it from start to finish. Are you going to publish it somewhere? Uh, I might. I don't uh, I'll need to figure, figure figure that out. All right, I'm going to need that for the show notes. All right. <laughs> uh, ask Joe Hunter for hers. She already has hers up, I believe. Oh, okay. Or maybe not. So, so seriously, how how was it? Was it really really cool? It was. It was very cool. It was breezy. It was, it was breezy. It was. Uh, you got the one strap holding you on this airplane. This one strap that you're double checking every three and a half milliseconds to make sure it's still tight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because there's there's just nothing around you. There's nothing. I don't. I didn't look for anything to hold on to, but I didn't see anything to hold on to. Uh, that, that, that was a lot of fun. How long is the ride? About uh, 10 minutes, just around the, the pattern. Excellent. Thanks. All right. Gabrielle? <laughs> yes, Gabrielle. Twilight Flyer on Twitter. Um, I have to say reconnecting with old friends. 
Um, I've been friends with people on Twitter now for just over a year, and it was fantastic meeting them the first time around, and here we are at Fratello's again in the middle of Oshkosh, and I get to see friends all over. So. Excellent. You have a podcast, don't you? I do. I do. It's um, the pilot podcast, otherwise known as Hangar Flying, on Upgrade.com, U-P-G-R-D.com. I've almost forgotten about it. It's been a while since since you published, right? It has been. My <laughs> co-host is uh, a Delta First Officer. I know. Seriously. <laughs> Rub it in. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> they don't call me Washout for nothing. Oh, wait. No, they don't. They don't call me Washout. That's not me. <laughs> All right, here you go. All right, I'm John. I'm uh, at Pilot Conway on Twitter, uh, co-host of In the Pattern Podcast. Uh, favorite thing other than um, Gabrielle stealing mine of, of being able to hang out with everybody, which has been awesome this year. Uh, I did get to go to the uh, Sonex open house, um, which is a, a two-seat home built. And it was just really cool to be able to see that plane up close and talk to the owner and, and his son and, and just kind of hang out with people who have built that plane. Awesome. Are you thinking about building it? I would like to when I have the money to. I think it takes more time than money. Uh, Yes, but there is some money involved. (laughs) There is some. That's correct. Thanks, John. All right. This is our only Oshkosh virgin, I think. Our first Oshkanite. I don't know what that means. (laughs) First time here. So, Rich, tell us who you are and what's been your most... uh, Amazing thing. All right, so I'm uh, Rich W. Thurman on Twitter, Rich Thurman, and uh, the most amazing thing this week is the human interest story that we did with the Bombshell Girls. <laughs> well, actually, we're going to do that eventually. Um, we did not do that. I keep saying we should, <laughs> but I, I don't know what the resistance is. I, I'm not really sure. No, um, just being up here in general is just pretty awesome, so just kind of taking it all in. It's it's a lot the first time, isn't it? Oh yeah, it's uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, make sure you bring a tarp if you're going to uh, camp in the North Forty because if it rains, oh yeah, and there's a huge difference between a twenty-five dollar tent and an eighty dollar tent. And if you have a choice, go ahead and do the eighty dollar tent because when it rains, uh, you get wet. If you're in the twenty-five dollar tent, excellent advice. Well, you've uh, probably seen about. 40% of the showgrounds so far, maybe 50. So you got a lot more to do. Are you excited about that? Oh, yeah, totally, especially when we go see the Bombshell Girls. <laughs> All right, thanks, Rich. This is for you, and then I have a... All right, your turn. All right, uh, I'm Kyle, um, and probably the best thing about Oscar. Wait, wait, what's your Twitter? I have one, but I don't use it. Oh, all right. Yeah, I'm... I'm but I... Okay, I'll get. I mean, I'll 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 start using it now because I met you guys. Um, well, what what better way to start using it than to let everybody who's listening know what it is? I don't remember what it is. <laughs> That's the worst part. Yeah, I had to look up mine too. <laughs> All right, sorry. Go ahead. Well, uh, the coolest thing was today I got to sit next to Chuck Yeager, the General Chuck Yeager, at lunch, and uh, he schooled me because I asked him. Uh, you know, wow, it must have been such an amazing experience to uh, fly the X-1. And he goes, it's a job, and it was my duty to do it. And I said, yes, sir. And that was, uh, that was about the extent of the conversation, but it was, uh, it was cool just being in his presence. Excellent. All right. Adam Fast, Adam can fly on Twitter. I would have to say mine has been uh, the Dawn Patrol that we did yesterday out in the Warbirds area. I just started that last year. 
and uh, it, the wake-up time sucks quite bad. But the the photos and just being being amongst all the all the airplanes that are out there because there's so much stuff you just don't see. Um, and I bet you're kind of alone out there. Yeah, and and there's basically nobody there except for the group that goes to take pictures, and uh, you're just you're able to see see those airplanes at their finest because a lot of times it's you know they're they're polished or something of that nature, and the uh, the light just is is fascinating. Uh, so that's probably my highlight so far. That one's making me feel really bad because I really wanted to go to that, but I could not get up after spending you know till 2 a.m. working on. Downloading podcast stuff and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Well, hopefully we'll yeah. see you for Vintage soon. A- absolutely. Are you rescheduling it? Probably so. Uh, I think it's going to be cloudy tomorrow morning and not, not much use worth getting up for, so we might try for another day. All right. Vintage it is. All right, Stu, my friend. Uh, Stuart Stevenson, Pilot Stu on Twitter, uh, co-host of the Pilot's Journey podcast. The coolest thing I've experienced was had a chance to be with about a dozen people for the media briefing with uh, Bob Hoover today. And the man cannot speak unless it's in stories. <laughs> and they're fantastic stories. He'll, just stepping off the stage, a little bit gingerly, he had a, an accident this past year. And so he's a little bit uh, timid as he stepped off the stage. And then that, of course, uh, spawned another story. Uh, it was just a great experience, and hopefully we'll have that out as a full episode here before long. Oh, you're gonna do you're gonna do the whole thing? I'm, I'm gonna play the whole thing uncut. Oh, excellent, excellent! I can't wait to hear it. I heard most of it while I was sitting there, but I can't wait to hear it, the whole thing. Get to concentrate on it. All right, good Oshkosh, everyone. Yes. yes. Now, how about yours? What's your story? Oh. See, I didn't think about mine. Yeah, mine is pretty clear, though. <laughs> My highlight is uh, about two minutes that I had with Paul Poberezny today, and he was drilling me and, and my friend over here, Rich, about where we were from and what we were doing there. Get off my lawn. And he was basically telling <laughs> us to get off his lawn, yeah. yeah. No, that was that was great. That was the first time I've ever met him. And uh, so, yeah, that's probably been a highlight for me, for sure. Okay, so this one little group back in July of 2011 had three encounters with legends of aviation who are all now gone. Kyle had lunch with Chuck Yeager, Stu hung out with Bob Hoover, and I had a small chance encounter with Paul Poberezny. And we were only halfway through the show that week. Just to remind you, the infamous Chuck Yeager died at the age of 97 in December of 2020. Brigadier General Yeager was, among many other things, the first human to break the sound barrier. But that was after World War II, where he shot down five enemy aircraft in one mission in his P-51 Mustang. The unparalleled stick-and-rudder-skilled Bob Hoover died in October of 2016 at the age of 94, He had so many accomplishments, but the so-called pilot's pilot was an aerobatic performer for 50 years, and he was well known for his mastery of energy management in an aircraft. And it was not uncommon to see dozens or hundreds of pilots listen to his every word whenever he was speaking. And finally, Paul Poberezny died just a couple of years after our encounter with him in 2013 at the age of 91. Paul was the founder of the Experimental Aircraft Association 
and was also, of course, an accomplished pilot. Way back in 1989, Paul had turned over EAA leadership basically over to his son, Tom, after Tom had successfully been leading AirVenture for over 10 years by then. But he still lived on his estate in Oshkosh and was still attending the show whenever possible, including this year, driving around in his old red convertible VW Bug. I can tell you a little more about that encounter. Rich, who was also heard on the audio, and I had been going somewhere to get another video or interview or something for the podcast, and Paul stopped us and started asking us questions about who we were, where we were from, and what brought us to AirVenture. Tom was usually pretty visible in his bright red bug and was out and about making people like us feel like we were the interesting ones. So we would see him from time to time, but this time he stopped us and talked to us. So that was a first and actually a last for me. Incidentally, if you've been living under a rock and didn't hear about it, Paul's son Tom died this year right at the beginning of the latest air venture as well. That, I think, is the last direct tie of EAA to the Poberesny family. So those were the three legends that came up that night, and theirs, as well as many others' legacies, live on even if the next generation of legends and aviators have taken the reins. I think these legacies are important. They ground us in our identities as pilots and aviation enthusiasts. These people broke barriers, sometimes literally, and taught us all a great deal. It makes us think about our own, maybe less known legacies, but still important to those we know and love. I hope we continue to honor people like these and many, many others who have helped lead us to something better in aviation and otherwise. And as we talk about legacies of those who have come before, it's important to think about those who are replacing them. And from some of the emails I've gotten recently from listeners, it occurred to me that we might have some student pilots in the audience. Well, I always sort of knew that, but I got to thinking that it might be cool to follow some of you on the podcast as you go through your training. To that end, I would love to hear from all of the student pilots, no matter what rating or endorsements you're working on, and find out more about where you're training and what you're doing and what your goals are. And if you're open to it, I'd love to share some of those, whatever you, you feel comfortable sharing on the podcast so that we can keep up with you as you progress. I think community is key. And if we know what you're doing, we can all become an extension of your community as we all train and as you train. So if you are a student pilot in any way, or even just completed some training, please, please, please reach out to me and let me know who you are, where you are, what you're doing in aviation, what your goals are, what you've been training in, etc. And I'll probably ask you if it's okay to share some of that to the rest of the SPC family. Seriously, do it now or you'll forget. And hey, if you're just hoping to start training and you haven't yet, we'd love to hear from you too. I think this could be fun. You can send me an email at bill at studentpilotcast.com or use the contact form on the website at studentpilotcast.com. As usual, Twitter works also, and you can DM me using my Twitter handle at BillWill. That's Bravo India Lima Lima, Whiskey India Lima. Well, I hope you enjoyed this as much as I did. I love getting nostalgic a bit from time to time and thinking about legacies and especially these three men 
who we had the privilege of meeting before they were gone and benefiting from their legacies made me just want to be all around better, a better pilot, better podcaster, better person. I'm guessing some of you might feel the same way as well. So until next time, keep your head in the game and keep on learning and preserve your own legacy. I'll catch you later. Music for today's episode is To Be an Angel by the Canadian band Uncle Seth. You can get more information and subscribe to the podcast feeds on the web at studentpilotcast.com. Remember, any instruction that you hear in this podcast was meant for me and for me alone in the situation I was in at the time. Please do not try to blindly apply anything you see or hear in this podcast to your own flying without thinking it through on your own completely. If you have questions about any aspect of your flying, please consult a qualified CFI.